0: The following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, and uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. I <laughs> think Jackal's a Latino,
1: I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you, sir. The Jackal. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes to another episode right here inside the jackal's head thank you all for joining me tonight on whatever platform you're watching or listening i want to thank uh, all my uh, friends out there who are taking their time out of their busy schedule to uh, be here with me tonight i have a fantastic show for you and a great guest in our number two but i know that a lot of uh, our friends in the uh, country right now are facing some horrible weather Uh, You know, I know that right now there's a lot of places that are still snowed in. I just, uh, you know, produced for Kate earlier tonight around the campfire. And I know she's been snowed in for days. So my best wishes and, uh, you know, speedy uh, safety recovery for everybody who's out there uh, hurting right now because of the weather. Uh, I know there's a lot of lives that's been uh, touched over the last year, so my thoughts and prayers out to all those people uh, that are uh, out there right now with uh, no power, you know, and uh, and no ability to even help themselves uh, because of uh, situations that have come up with uh, the weather. Uh, It's been a crazy week, like I said, with this weather, uh, snow everywhere causing all kinds of chaos and and damage and so much for like global warming right like it's supposed to get warmer as Greta you know has been telling us for like the last several years Greta Thunberg Uh, but yet the weather has been nothing but warm it's been really really more on the cold side right even here in Florida it's like it's cold outside which is weirder you know I have friends that tell me you know you're lucky you live in the sunshine state and i'm like yeah it's sunny but it's been rather cold and you know we're right now on february 21st 2021 and it's cold outside i mean uh it's it's weird we had a record uh cold not long ago when it dipped down to like 47 degrees or something like that for a few days so you know i don't know about global warming but i'll tell you this much. There definitely is some to this global uh, cooling and maybe possible second ice age, which might be around the corner in the next hundred years. Who knows? I think that might be a little bit more, uh, well, hurtful if you get my drift. Because, you know, the temperature dropping a little bit or going up a little bit, it's going to hurt too much. But an ice age, that's going to hurt a lot of people and, uh, put a you know, more than just people out of business It's going to x a lot of lives so let's hope that's not the case but right now as we're all breathing the air we're still here and we're enjoying our lives as long as we have them uh, before you know the kung flu or whatever takes us away uh please please relax sit back enjoy the evening joshua shapiro is going to join me like i said a fantastic guest uh he's been on with me before we've talked about the crystal skulls that he's in possession of, uh, of and uh he's a great uh guest to have on uh, you know uh we had uh yesterday on the network steve bassett was somebody that i absolutely love having on and talking about the ufo phenomenon uh which is a very real thing i mean don't uh don't mistake uh what you know is going on with the ufo phenomenon uh, but it's kind of uh, funny how he, he, you know, he still has hope that the left is going to give him some form of disclosure. Uh, I'm going to uh, address uh, this with my um, guest Joshua tonight and to see what he thinks of uh, the disclosure stuff, and if he thinks that it's really going to happen. I have my doubts that it's going to happen the way that Steve Bassett you know, believes is going to happen. But I do think we're going to have some form of disclosure. Uh, sometime you know this uh, year maybe uh, perhaps now if you do want to follow uh, Joshua's work um, you know Mr. Shapiro uh, has a fantastic website I'm going to go ahead and get you the uh, link here so you guys can check it out it's uh, www.cse dot .com and That's over on the uh, YouTube link for all my YouTube followers and you check out the description of the page The links are all right there. So please check out his website again a fantastic guest And uh, I really want to ask him what he thinks about disclosure the UFO Phenomenon and everything that we might be facing in the next uh, few years because as I was talking to uh, Gary of uh, the Mad Martian yesterday and a couple of days before about the topic of disclosure, um, I came to a kind of a conclusion that I think we're going to see full-on disclosure by the year 2080, and there's reasons why I think that is the year that uh, we're going to get full disclosure, but I do think this year we're going to get a a soft disclosure, which is really, in a sense, uh, a start to, uh, you know, addressing the long-term disclosure, um, you know, phenomenon, which is going to be that. It's going to be a tremendous phenomenon once it gets out there that we're not alone. Now, there's, they address something really that is uh, just a great thought for all of us who are into the subject. The day after disclosure, just think about this. The moment the government says yeah, aliens are real, they're among us, uh, they've been here all the time. Just think about, you know, where you are mentally now, and, you know, put yourself in a position where now you, you're addressing a brand new universe, where you don't just have to believe anymore, now you're being told, yeah, there, there is something out there uh, that is you know intelligent and it's not from this planet and we are in contact of somehow or we've discovered ruins on Mars or on another planet there's a, a lot of things that could happen in the in the next few months uh so i think while mr bassett is uh, right on the money where the data is going to start coming out uh got a little bit more info I don't think we're going to get as much information from the left as he hopes. I think we're going to get maybe just another tease or something here or there. Um, I do think that Trump wanted to bring out more of the stuff that uh, that's you know in the vault or in the black projects, uh, but I think he was stalled. Uh, part of what I think happened over the last four years, besides the you know trench the Trump derangement syndrome that my god took over the uh the left uh for four years they're still lighting, by the way it hasn't stopped uh but you know part of that, i think what the issue was uh i think it has to do with the disclosure i think trump really and you know and he may not have said it publicly at first but i think he wanted to put that a little bit more into uh what he did in the second term and that's why i think we had the space force which you know that's a, a serious thing and uh, what did we get from uh, the Biden administration as soon as they uh, were asked about the Space Force? Oh, uh, what's your name? Chucky uh, Saki or whatever her name is. You know, the speaker for Biden. She laughed it off like it's no big deal. Now, here's the thing, folks. When you're being asked about a, uh, a branch of the military and it's the Space Force, you know, it's part of the military. It's a very legit part of the military. In fact, it it probably is going to end up becoming the most important part of our military as technology grows and gets better. So for her to laugh and then circle back on it later, I mean, that that was ridiculous. But everything so far in the last uh, couple months, let's face it, folks, politically, has been ridiculous. Everything. Uh, and not just from the left, it's been both ends of right and left have both, you know, kind of like gone cuckoo. That's why I like that I'm centered, I'm independent, I don't belong to either party. They could all be nuts. Uh, I try to be as, you know, clear-headed as possible. And that's why I call this show Inside the Jackal's Head, because, uh, I see things maybe a little bit different. Because I'm not liberal, and I'm not conservative, I'm somewhere stuck in the middle I believe in what I believe and what I see and what I experience, and that's the only thing I preach. Live by whatever rules you want to live by when it comes to your religious beliefs, uh, or you know whatever your ideology is. Uh, but try to have an open mind and try to see things a little bit clearer, and don't be so lock-minded into one side or the other, where you know buttheads with anybody who you know comes against your point of view. And that's what counterculture and uh, all of these agendas that we're seeing propagated, you know, really do. What they do is they just they completely take over the narrative by indoctrinating people and making them fight with each other over silly nonsense and uh and and if you have people that have evil intentions on one side or the other, you're gonna have acts of evil, right, you're going to have people that do evil things, and I think uh, we're seeing a lot of that, Um, Ted Cruz, for example, uh, to get political uh, for a second here, uh, is now, uh, you know, in some hot water, because he took his family out for a trip, you know, during a, a really bad snowstorm, okay, now, he had two options, he could stay in, lose power, uh, not be able to, you know, do his job, Uh, maybe with a hotspot on his phone or some kind of connection if it's available, Uh, he might be able to do some kind of work, but he really won't be able to do much, or go somewhere where he could work and, you know, the family doesn't have to be locked in and and shut down and uh, snowed in, basically. Uh, he has a family also, and, you know, what is he going to do? Leave the family behind in the snow? No. Uh He, you know, did what I think most of us in that situation, if we had, you know, that kind of income would do. We just, you know, hey, family, let's get the hell out of here, and, uh, you know, we'll keep working. I'll keep working, and you guys have some fun. Uh, which is fine, I have no issues with that, personally, I don't see the big deal, but you see the vultures as they came in immediately, they, you know, I think, what's her name, Regina Lee or something like that, and of course, our, our favorite here on the, Inside the Jackal's Head, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or, uh, Cortez Smollett, Ocasio-Smollett, as is hashtag, Ocasio-Smollett. Um... They immediately uh, went to Texas and started using that as propaganda against Ted Cruz, and uh, the media jumped in on it. They've been kind of like attacking Ted Cruz because he supported Trump. It's you know it's all political nonsense really. But now they're really going at Ted uh, hard, and the the hypocrisy here is you know we found out of course that AOC lied about being at the Capitol when the riots broke you know out, broke out and the uh, people invaded the capital but she also lied about you know being uh, almost murdered by Ted Cruz that was a lie and created that lie, he screamed it out, I mean I've got videos on it uh, and, and a couple videos got taken down by YouTube funny enough uh... because they don't want all the truth to be said But I'm not playing her video so you can't take this down for copyright YouTube fact of the matter is, you know, she lied. She's a known liar. She uses stuff uh, for her own political gains. I mean, I see right through her. And her going to Texas, of all places, with, you know, the entire, you know, portion of of that part of the country is under snow. There's, you know, other places she could have gone, but she chose Texas, of all places. Where Ted Cruz, you know, is uh, in, in... As uh, Senator Cruz. Uh, So. Why would she do that? Obviously she's just been saying this guy tried to have me murdered. Now I'm going in. And I'm going to make him look bad in his own state. All political. uh, Now you know he's the next one to get it. Again. Everybody who supported Trump. Now is getting part of this cancer culture. And and they're getting it. and it doesn't matter if you're Latino, because Ted Cruz comes from a Cuban background. And that doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're black. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're white. doesn't matter if you're woman, straight, gay. If you supported Trump, you're done, uh, according to the left, and they're going to come after you. Uh, the, the folks that started the away movement, for example, the hashtag walkaway, uh, Brian St- uh, Starkey, uh, I believe is his name, uh, openly gay gentleman, and he started that walk away movement because he was tired of the hypocrisy of the left, and he said, enough of that, I'm voting for Trump, and I'm doing my own independent thing, you know, I'm walking away. And I applaud him for that because he saw what I saw years ago when I left the Democratic Party, and I went independent. And, uh, and you know, what happened to him? Now he's under investigation because he was in the Capitol, and Uh, They're you know, attacking him, and he's an opening gay man, so don't think because you're gay or part of the alphabet community or transgender or any of that is going to save you uh, from the cancer culture or the media mob and all the nonsense that's going out there because it's not. You're just as much a target. If you voted for Trump or you supported Trump in any way, they're going to come after you. That's how this works now. Gina Carano. It's also facing the same fire. Gina Carano, who really did nothing wrong other than she said some very accurate things. She, I mean, from my understanding, this is my opinion, okay, this is my personal thought on what she said, uh, was she compared to the way cancer culture is today and the way that we're living now in, in our society here in America, Where we're being told basically to snitch on our parents, snitch on our friends, neighbors, if we see anything, report these things. Um, That's why the guy who was uh, an Antifa, Black Lives Matter dude who was at the Capitol, uh, John Sullivan, I think it's his name, got arrested because his own brother turned him in, right? So, Gina Carano, in her own way, when she tweeted out, she compared the situation uh with nazi germany and how it started there in the same fashion that we're seeing it here in america i understand where she's coming from there i don't think there's anything anti-semitic about that at all nothing at all but she is a conservative so she's being silenced by the media and uh, as soon as uh, she made that comment which again freedom of speech right I think that is a totally legit comment, my opinion. Hey, you know, you could have an opinion in this country. Remember, freedom of speech. And she's canceled. They fired her from Mandalorian, which is a a tremendously awesome series. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's great. She's awesome in it. And, you know, for a, a side who wants to see women empowered right that's you know a big deal to the left now is putting women in position of power which i'm cool with here we have a woman gina carano who's a total badass i mean legit badass mixed martial artist uh she could kick my ass without any problem and uh she is adored by fans the show's a big hit You know, because she made a tweet which has nothing to do with the show, but is a tweet that has to do with, you know, a thought that she had about society. And now, because of a tweet, she's gone. Cancelled. You know, her acting career is damaged. So, that's okay. You know, for them to do that to her, right? That's acceptable. So, in other words, it's you. Can't say what we don't want you to say. You know, you can't have a a thought that goes against, you know, what we're thinking. But it's okay when, like, the same company, Disney, goes out and hires James Gunn, who has hundreds of tweets, not kidding, hundreds of tweets in his past that deal with pedophilia. Either he's making jokes about pedophilia, uh, in In odd, weird way, endorsing pedophilia, Uh, even had conversations with known pedophiles who, I mean, to me, that's disgusting, Uh, first of all. For him to be, you know, that open about his acceptance of pedophilia says a lot about the guy. And for Disney to had fired him at at first, which they did, I thought was a good move, Because you don't want to promote that kind of stick behavior. But then Disney said, "Yeah, you know what? To hell with it. And they brought him back. The only reason they brought him back is because Warner Brothers hired him to do kind of like a soft reboot to, um, uh, what's that? Uh, Suicide Squad. I don't know if you, uh, out there remember the Suicide Squad that came out with Will Smith. (coughs) and Let me see who else was in that. Margot Kidder, or Robbie Kidder, I'm sorry, whatever her name is. She uh, played Haley Quinn. And uh, Will Smith was in, that. like I said, uh, the Joker is played by Jared Leto and kind of cut up scenes. It was a mess. I saw once in theaters and I said, I can't ever watch this again. Horrible, horrible movie. I think, the, yeah, one of the, uh, the, the main actor, actually, yeah, the main actor who was in the RoboCop reboot also was in that and Joel Kinnaman, I believe is his name, and uh, even he was, oh, it was just, it was a terrible, terrible movie, but they, they rebooted it, and they hired James Gunn at Warner Brothers. So what did Disney do? They brought him back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Now, why would Disney, who just fired this guy, bring him back? Because actors like Dave Bautista, uh, whose mother was openly gay. She was a lesbian. Uh, you know, he has... Uh, he was very outspoken about his friend, James Gunn. And, you know, when an actor who is not that good of an actor, because let's face it, Dave Bautista is not, like, you know, going to win an Academy Award anytime soon, uh, puts himself out there like that and goes on the record and... uh While he's not a great actor, he does have clout in Hollywood. He's you know he's a pretty well-known star, I guess, from his wrestling, and um, you know other actors that were in the movie also backed them. Doesn't shock me. I mean, we're talking about Hollywood. Hollywood, of course, who for years has uh, covered uh, pedophilia and covered it up. Okay, I'm not saying covered like they covered it and exposed it. They covered it up uh from Roman Polanski, Now we find out abuse charges, uh, you know, or abuse allegations against Woody Allen, uh, from uh when uh, his da- daughter that became his wife was seven supposedly started courting her. Uh that according to uh reports Charlie Sheen uh molested uh Corey Haim who passed away and never had a decent life after the movie Lucas supposedly And uh, I mean, it goes on and on and on. Hollywood has covered up for pedophiles for years. You know that's coming out more and more. Uh, I applaud people like uh, Rose McGowan for her Me Too uh, movement and what she uh, did, for example, for the abuse that women have taken in Hollywood. Uh, Corey Feldman for putting on names and uh, of individuals. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in, in Hollywood, so it doesn't shock me what has been going on with the suppression of uh, this behavior in Hollywood. Look at Kevin Spacey, who got away with it for decades, Brian Singer. You know, like I said, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, But for Disney to take this route and bring back James Gunn and give him a job, and for Warner Brothers to give him a job, and what he did I would think is more disgusting and worse than Any tweet by Gina Carano. Anything that she's ever said. I mean, uh, you know, even when uh, she had her thing with the transgender community, and that was blown up out of nothing. You know, she has no uh, intentions towards the LTGBQ P community. In fact, she is is on record. uh, I think recently she did an interview uh, with a different Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, And uh, they talked about, you know, the entire situation. If you go to TheBlaze.com, I believe uh, that's where you can watch it. Or just type in Ben Shapiro on YouTube, Ben Shapiro and Gina Carano. It's recent, like a couple days ago, they just shot this thing. And uh, I've interviewed Ben before, very smart individual. By the way, Jewish. So if anybody's going to get offended by anti-Semitic remarks, you would figure it would be a Jewish person. He didn't get offended. In fact, he not only is working with her on this interview, they're actually, I think, making a movie together that uh, he had a script for or something like that. Uh, Check out the video. It's really interesting. Uh, So, I mean, the cancer culture is just uh, bananas. Now they're going after uh, Ted Cruz. Like I said, they're going after Ron DeSantis here in Florida. Uh, In fact, Florida's probably going to get hit pretty hard because... We flipped from blue to red, and this is Trump's, uh, you know, area now where he, you know, left New York, and now he's in Florida as a resident of Mar-a-Lago, and um, I don't uh, think uh, Joe Biden's going to be too kind to Florida, considering also, we got to remember then when they were campaigning, and they came down to Florida, they didn't get treated very well. In fact, the uh, Biden folks uh faced all kinds of uh man all kinds of like uh, booze and people yelling to get out of town that we don't want you here it, it just it wasn't pretty uh, the way they were treated down here and rightfully so you know we don't like communism we don't like socialism here in florida why And you know, and especially the, the South Florida community where I'm from, uh, where I'm at, uh, because most of us Latinos have experienced this before. I come uh, from Cuba myself, so I've you know, you guys have heard me talk about this on the show before. I've you know, I, I come from a family that's experienced uh, this sort of thing, so I understand uh, you know what socialism and, and all this stuff leads to, and it's never anything pretty. It's always, you know, uh, third world country kind of stuff. Or, as uh, former President Trump uh, put it, shithole countries, shitholes. You know, we don't want to become that. We don't want to become a big hole of shit. uh, Because we're a bigger country. Cuba is a little tiny island. United States, big country. So, you know, we don't want that. Uh, And we want to stay clear out of that kind of stuff. And, you know... Uh, sadly this week, uh, somebody who had been at the forefront of getting a lot of, uh, you know, proper information on the, the elitist on the left, left us. And uh, that's Rush Limbaugh who passed away, uh, who, uh, you know, some might love, some might hate. I understand it. You know, depending on what side you're in, you might love or hate the guy. I used to, uh you know, watch his show as a youngster, and I would be like, man, he really doesn't like the Clintons. I wonder why. And, uh, you know, then he wasn't completely sold on on Bush Jr., but he liked them better than than Bill Clinton. Uh, And then, of course, he hated Obama. But he really took to uh, President Trump. And, uh, you know, the last five years... I've uh, really seen uh, Rush uh, a lot more than I than I did during the 2000s during the Obama years. Uh, I started watching his show more, listening more to his podcast. Uh, as uh, I started kind of like, you know, moving away more and more from the Democratic Party, I was like, let me listen to Rush a little bit. And you know what? I found myself agreeing with a lot of the things that he was talking about, so uh, I, as far as his passing, you know, here's another thing that the left is weaponizing and utilizing uh, as mockery. The men died of lung cancer. That's nothing to laugh about, and nothing to make fun of, and yet we have people in the media who are, you know, mocking it. We have people on the internet, on Twitter, who are talking uh, crap about it, who are from media, who are, you know, uh, demonizing uh, this man, and he died of lung cancer. You know, uh, that's nothing to make fun of. You know who else died of lung cancer and why this uh, story really affected me uh, as badly as it did? My mother. Yeah. Uh, she died in 2016. And uh, she died actually the day right after Nancy Reagan died. And, um, to see people uh, make fun of Rush who died of the same thing my mother passed away from a few years ago, hits home. It really does because it tells me how cold-hearted people are and how they put politics first and uh, not think of the human being who just died of a terrible disease. Terrible disease. Uh, Now, I haven't gone on record in laughed at the death of a celebrity or or somebody uh who i did, disagreed with um and in fact, if you look at my uh page angelus dot com uh you'll see where i i put you know post uh you know periodically of people that are completely on the left when they pass away i put a rest in peace uh post on there and i you know give my condolences and stuff and i put a, a put a video up or something and um you know every every life is important you know that that's one of the things that i think the left kind of like forgets remember they like abortions okay uh they're not exactly pro life all right uh i'm pro life and and remember to them is black lives matter and they get mad when we say all lives matter including whites blacks latinos asians whatever it doesn't matter where you're from white black we gotta get over that uh... straight gay transgender whatever we got to get over all that uh... You know, you know as a people if we're gonna grow and really reach the cosmos and move out of this planet you kinda gotta you, you kind of uh... gotta move past the childhood uh... mental stage and uh that's the only way we reach that next level like michio kaku said um who brilliantly said that the only way to move to the next level folks and in our own evolution is by completely removing ourselves from this uh back and forth about religion and about you know differences and and not and trying not to blow ourselves up on the way there Uh, Because if now, we're never going to make it. And right now, the chances are slim that we're going to get there. If we do, hopefully, um, like I said, I think 2080, we're going to get disclosure, and it's going to be a a beautiful world for our kids, uh, you know, and our kids' kids in the future. Uh, Unfortunately for us older folks who are living now, I'm 42, 43, you know, 44, 45, you know, I'm going downhill, Uh, so I don't know how much longer I have left on the planet, however long it is, I, you know, plan to uh, try to reach out and help as many as others, but I know I might not get to see everything that I want to see, but I do believe, I do believe that there's uh, more than uh, what we know, and there's a lot more out there that uh, we need to, uh, you know, one day discover, and uh, Mars is a part of it. Shout-out to Gary and uh, the uh, Mad Martian, the Martian revelation. And uh, I think Disclosure is a part of it. I think our own spirituality is a part of it. And I'm going to ask Joshua Shapiro, my guest, in a few minutes here, if he thinks Disclosure, the UFO phenomenon, and everything else that's happened over the last uh, two years, and even the coronavirus, and everything that we're facing is a part of it. Because I think it is, and I, I think that he might have uh, his own opinion and take on it. Uh, in fact, in the next few minutes, I'm going to take that break, and we're going to bring him on as uh, we hit commercial. Um, and uh, if you guys uh, you know, want to join in on Skype, you can do so very simply by going over to the PSN-TV website. It's PSN-TV.com. Uh, there's a sticker that says Skype Chat. You can click on it takes you right into our, our Skype chat you can give yourself a nice fancy username and from there if you want to address us you can leave me a comment and uh, and I'll bring you on to the uh, show and I'll bring you on air and you can ask Joshua anything you want uh, that's the best way of doing it you know most of the you know we we had a phone number for years and years and years and nobody would call it we would get all our calls from Skype whenever we would get calls it would be usually just a Skype in so I was like, you know what, I'm paying for this number that nobody uses. Periodically, I might use it when I need to call somebody and I don't want to use my uh, cell phone. So, when that is the case, then I might have used Skype. But, you know, nowadays with technology the way it is, it's no need. So, you know, with that, um, you know, I got, I got rid of the number and now we just have uh, the uh, Skype Uh, you know, Skype to Skype. So if you want to Skype in, by all means, go to the website, again, psn-tv.com, and just click on the Skype chat icon, which is right on the right-hand side. you see it under the player. By the way, we're live on audio, video, and all over the Internet. Uh, When I say audio, I'm not just talking on PSN, public streaming network. No, folks, we're also on SoFloRadio.com. Don't forget, SoFloRadio.com. The website created by the late, great George Rodriguez, my mentor in radio and uh, one of my uh, best uh, buds. Uh, I miss him dearly. And, uh, you know, right now I know on the uh, 3rd of July, we're going to get very depressed on the network uh, because it celebrates the year anniversary of his passing. So we're still keeping the website up. Guys, check out showfloradio.com. Uh, Sabrina, his daughter, is doing a fantastic job with uh, the shows she's helping to produce over there, and uh, of course, you could find my show there as it is right now playing on audio. Uh, so, right, you know, every uh, Thursday and every Sunday night at 10 p.m., you could find this show live on there on audio. If you have any problems ever listening in on uh, PSN. Uh, which it'll be really weird because, you know, we're simulcasting, so I, it will probably never be a problem. But check out the website anyway. It's a cool website. I know I built it. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. com. Another thing I got on there, I got links to my uh, Make-A-Book and Make-A-Chat, which are brand new. Uh, Oma- Make-A? Maga. Make America Green, Mega, MAGA, whatever. <coughs> you know, you know the thing. Uh, I got links on there for both, so please follow me on those two, uh, as well as Rumble. Uh, I'm on there as well. And, uh, you know, we're kind of like putting all our, our eggs in all these different baskets for this show and the network, PSN and SoFlow, and, uh, you know, everything that uh, I'm working with right now to grow not only the show but the networks. And that also includes the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, or JERN, as uh, they've uh, nicknamed them. Uh, they had a little issue uh, with some uh, tech stuff, uh, and we'll leave it at that, uh, a couple of weeks ago. But everything seems to uh, be coming back together, and they're getting their, their ship together. Uh, and Odin is uh, taking back uh, and ask guarding uh, the, uh, the fortress over there. I always found it to be a weird name in the comic, uh, Asgard. I mean, Black Panther has a cool name for his, you know, country, Wakanda. That's kind of cool. But then Thor gets something like Asgard. That's like that question that I sometimes ask um why are hemorrhoids called hemorrhoids and asteroids called asteroids that makes no sense right i don't know my crazy mind guys maybe i have a crystal skull of my own who knows but let's check this out we're going to go on a, a quick break when we return when we come back joshua shapiro is going to be on with me and we're going to have him live on the show for uh a little bit an hour maybe more we'll see how it goes He's a fantastic uh, guest to have on, and, uh, you know, an hour with him flies right by. So, guys, please, uh, stick around. Don't go nowhere. Stick, you know, with us. We're going to be back in a few minutes with our guest of the evening, the one, the only, the great Joshua Shapiro, and we're going to talk about Crystal Skulls. We'll be right back. On the uh, waiting wings here with me, the one, the only, the great joshua shapiro and uh you know he is an amazing guest to have on the show of you know we've had him on before talking about the crystal skull phenomenon and his collection of skulls and what he's done with that work over the years and uh it's always a pleasure to have him on again uh, follow along with what we're working on here with the website that he has is www.cse.crystalskullexplorers.com and On the uh, YouTube link here, if you guys look below, I have addressed uh, 3 ebooks that he was so kind to let our, our listeners and viewers uh, check out, so the link is right there. Please check that out. Now, without any further delay, uh, because I don't want to delay this man, because he's you know uh, an amazing uh, human being to talk to, so welcome to my show once again, my friend, Mr. Joshua Shapiro. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you back on, so thank you so much for spending your evening with me.
0: Thank you. Are you going by angel on your show or the
1: jackal? You can call me anything you like uh, as long as you don't call me late for dinner.
0: Right. Okay. I <laughs> will we'll go by angel then. So,
1: That's cool. For,
0: thank you so much for your kind words.
1: No, you know I, I've known you for uh, a, a long time now, uh, doing the podcasting and stuff, and you've always been a pleasure to work with. And uh, as soon as I started doing the show again, I, you know, I wanted to reach out and have you back on several times. But you know how busy we host are. You're also a podcaster, so you know how this uh, gets uh, to be yes, very busy. We see that, <laughs> and I, I love the show. What, what do you have there? Uh, let me see. What, what do you say? Oh, Seahawks, it's from right? Seattle. Yeah, but you're not in Seattle. You, you moved down a little down south now. You're you doing okay?
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're near the Atlanta area and everything seems to be good in this area. You know, uh, as far as uh, dealing with the pandemic, I'm, I'm sure you've covered that for your audience. Uh, probably telling them more of the truth about what's going on. So um, we don't have uh, such restrictions like many other places. And, you know, so it's been good. So and and the weather has been good. We haven't seen any snow, thank God, in this area. A lot of rain, but not too much snow. So, and mostly we're here living with uh, my wife's family.
1: Oh, that's always good. I mean, the, uh, depending on how, how how well you get along with the with the in laws, you know, depending on how that relationship is with <laughs> the family.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. So <laughs> uh, we do we do okay, but it's like all families, it has it's. Pluses and minuses. So my my family back in Illinois the same.
1: So, that but that, that's blessing. You would
0: you, right? But you would think with the, the way that the times are so crazy that families would try to f- tend to forget their differences and work on working together. So hopefully more and more people are learning that lesson through the challenges that we have.
1: And it's really uh it's, almost uh like something out of a of a book or uh a weird like start of a horror movie the last couple years the way things have kind of like flipped out from you know the first two or three years let's see even the first couple years of the trump administration uh the way 2020 went and you know after the pandemic hit uh you know everything there froze it's almost like it felt for a a lot of us uh you know that oh my god we're like actually going through an apocalypse event is this what's happening you know we seen the start of that now uh, you know for folks like yourself who are de- you know depending on uh are dependent on like you know selling books going on uh, event tours and you know promoting your stuff uh the last year must have been just uh, horrible for you uh, especially income wise uh
0: yes um pretty much just living off uh you know i'm six I'm gonna be sixty six in a couple of months so social security and Uh, pretty much have to do everything online. So, um, yeah, I really miss uh, the opportunity to go out and uh, do public talks, which is something I'd love to do, and I think I do a good job of that. So, yeah, but we, uh, fortunately, uh, things are working out okay for us. I think, actually, we're ahead during this period of time than we were before we moved to, uh, to Georgia. So, it's you know, it's, uh, you just have to take life day by day and see what happens. But um, I, uh, since last June, I don't know who was listening to me. I'm assuming, you know, the audience that you have, a lot of them are following their own spiritual path. Uh, I said inwardly, I want to know the truth of what's really going on. And so I've really been um, connecting to a lot of people, especially on Telegraph. And I think I have a good perception of what's going on. So... I don't know if uh, that's what you want to talk talk about a little bit or you want to go back into the crystal skulls or
1: Well, I want to I want to address uh, uh a little bit of everything because I mean that's exactly why I wanted to, to bring you on because I know you have a uh, interesting perspective, you know, given your background and what we're all facing now. Right. I mean, we've all kind of switched our, our formats a little bit over the last uh course of the last year and a half you, you know I, I for a long time joshua i'm sure you you know and remember this i was seen as the ufo guy mostly because of Skywatchers radio and uh all the ufo mm-hmm. people that i had on my show and now you know people that were on, on the same circle uh that i used to uh you know be very very popular with with the ufo stuff are like looking at me like you're getting too political We don't like Mm -hmm. that, and I'm like, well, we're living in a a political time, you know, and and, you know, this is something we're all addressing and facing because it is what it is, you know. We're all kind of stuck in this situation together, and we all have a voice. and I'm really happy that you're putting your, you know, you know, voice and letting your voice to uh, explore what you know is happening, because I don't know if you, you know, you were paying attention to the first part of the hour of the show, but uh, part of what I was addressing was uh, that I think that it's all interconnected. I think what we're facing right now uh the last year and a half the administration that we had the one we have now the pandemic uh you know China you know gaining so much power in the world uh possible disclosure on aliens you know going to Mars I mean all of these things you know are interconnected in a lot of ways and I think there's a lot of uh, theater being played by both sides to kind of keep us entertained from really discovering the the truth When, you know, we all wanted to come out and they're just kind of keeping us busy with nonsense. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Well,
0: I would agree with you that there is, uh, you know, they're trying to get us all to be very active in a movie. All these events, uh, I'm pretty sure were pre-planned. I mean, uh, I've, I've watched some videos where they were talking about the COVID before it actually came out in China. Uh, like a year ahead of time so but from a spiritual perspective what I think is happening is that um, the whole solar system now I don't know if people are going to buy this or not and this is just what I do whenever I talk I just say you know if you agree fine if you don't agree it's okay I'm just presenting different ideas Uh, for your uh, viewing public uh, to see what they think. But I think that the whole solar system from a vibrational point of view is going into a higher level. And that includes our planet, planet Earth. So when this vibrational shift starts to happen, it brings out the truth on every way. So it brings out the positive and it brings out the not-so-nice. And I don't talk about the not-so-nice because I've been following both sides of it. And a lot of it is kind of horrific and we already have enough here yes. just yep. listening to what the media talks about so mm-hmm. let me focus on with the positive of what's going on uh, based upon well where this comes from is my intuition my discernment there are two experiences which I don't think we talked about in the last interview that were extremely powerful very spiritual motivated one was um, and a, a matter of fact, the 3 ebooks that you, you mentioned, one ebook covers these two experiences. So I'll just uh, summarize it so people can get a sense of you know, where, this, where I'm coming from as I'm looking at the positive aspect of a t- total transformation that's happening to our world. So one took place while I was in Brazil, which has very high energies. There's a lot of spiritual people there and a lot of people who are gifted. I received a message from who I will become in our future in this lifetime. And I know that my name in the future will be Argus. Okay, so I call him, call my future self Argus. And Argus was describing a future of paradise. He was talking about total peace. Uh, I call the extraterrestrials galactics walking amongst us. Um, the, The opportunity for all wisdom and knowledge to be available to all people. There is no poor, or poverty, you know, it's it's literally, it's a paradise or golden age. And that's what I see through his eyes. But what he doesn't share with me is he doesn't say to his past self, hey, here's exactly how it happens. And it can't be done because then I couldn't become that person if I knew what experiences I had to go through. So I have this description from my future self of, you know, like people living together, I guess you would call it more communities where all the adults are parents for all the children and everybody has freedom to explore whatever they want. And, you know, we're able to go travel and visit other worlds and everything. So it's, you know, some people might say, well, that sounds great, but that's probably fantasy. You know, how, how could we move? And, and he's communicating from 2037 to 2040. So that's not so far into the future. Okay. Now the second thing that happened to me is why I was living in, Las Vegas, which is like UFO capital of the world. It really in has fact, become that. Anybody...
1: Yeah, I know. You, you, you have to cut you off. I'm... You know, I have yeah, a, a lot of friends out in right. Vegas, and they've they've had a huge flap uh, of UFO sightings in the last, like, decade. Uh, I mean, it's incredible, though, the amount of people that are reporting this stuff out there. You're absolutely right.
0: Right. So when I lived there, it was the end of 1989 to about the spring of 1991. I saw clouds that looked exactly like UFO, but there were like 10, one stacked on top of the mm-hmm. other. Now, it could be because it's close to Area 51, right? which definitely, there's a lot of UFO activity going so on. So,
1: imagine now in the last 10, 15 years where the technology has been probably, you know, been really, uh, you know, figured out, uh, and uh, more and more of uh, the stuff that they're working on, they're testing constantly, that's... That you know, that's why the '80s, '90s, 2000s, you've seen like a growth in the uh, Western region of uh, sightings. I I, I, de- I definitely think it's a lot of the stuff that we're seeing in the skies are from Area 51.
0: Right, and yeah. and some of it is not ours, and some of it yep. is ours. Yep. Because according to what I've read and what I resonate with is that the American government and the German government while the Nazis were in charge. Mm-hmm. They yep. had contact with extraterrestrials since the 1930s. Mm-hmm. So they have very advanced technology, which is part of what Argus is showing me, is that we will have access to this amazing technology that takes care of everything. And they're already talking about these things if you listen you know, to the alternative channels. So anyway, getting back to the Las Vegas experience, As I was minding my own business, I think I was walking down a main street to go to McDonald's to eat. And a van struck me from behind, I flipped into the air, but before I I was hit and even landed, I was taken out of my body. So in other words, my soul, whatever you wanna call it, my light essence, I was gone. And then I woke up three days later in the hospital. But my memory is that I agreed to this experience before I was born. Because I, what I remember, and I don't remember the whole thing, but this is very interesting, is I remember being at a meeting similar to the actual first movie in the series of Star Wars where Princess Amidala goes to this huge council where all the galactic planets are represented on Trantor. So I see myself at a meeting like
1: that. On Coruscant, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes, of I I can't remember. I think Trantor is in Dune or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's so it's this <laughs> Right. So it's this planet, you know, where all the all the beings are meeting that are connected. Right. And uh, I'm at a meeting like that, and I'm there as a representative of the Earth to give feedback as the galactics are saying, "Okay, we got to do something to help humanity and we've have different options." And it was kind of like I was watching the option. So I was seeing our future, okay, what was going to happen. And I was there to give feedback. But again, I can't remember it totally. And then I remember before I came back, there was like this door. And there was some masculine person who I knew. And I was begging him, please let me remember everything I saw. I could help so many people if you would let me remember. No, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to remember. However, I will tell you this. This is what I remember he said to me as these events happen that you're seeing here you will know exactly what's going on you will know what is truth and what is not truth. so let's take an example so of course like you said in uh, in december of 2019 china gets hit in wuhan you know by the coronavirus right. i had uh, some friends in china i was talking to and i saw video that people had taken on their cell phones in china and I believe when that happened, there was a real virus that really did kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I believe that it mutated. And then when it started to come into the United States and they start giving these numbers of people, I I just felt like this is – these are lies. There's no way – like I personally – I don't know anybody who's caught it that's died. I've known a few people who have had the virus. And uh, they recovered. They all. recovered. I have
1: thirteen so, people that I know, Joshua, that have uh, have got coronavirus, including my parent. Well, my dad, my mom has passed away, but my dad, uh, his girlfriend uh, had it. My uncle had it. I had it. I had no symptoms at all when I had it right. the last year. My dad, he had a slight headache for like a day. Uh, his girlfriend had maybe uh, the sniffles. You know, like it was like a cold basically is what they were telling me and right. I, and they told me I was right. I had so, it and I was like o- okay I don't feel sick <laughs> so some right. virus
0: right but see I already knew that the numbers and they continue to do it they just keep building on it and they never say well here's how we got those numbers or let's take the the case with the mask which i believe when you wear the mask you're um blowing your um body's resistance. You can get sick easier. You have germs in there and doctors. have talked about. so that to me again is a false narrative. So Mm -hmm. I know all these things are false or one of my gifts. This is what I use. Like if any of your listeners decide to have one of these online sessions, I do I'm able to project myself outside of my body so I can project my essence and I'm feeling in the area around me. Like, let's say I'm going to the grocery store. Okay, and if I don't have to wear the mask, I will not wear the mask. Um, And I'm trying to feel, where is this virus? And I don't feel it anywhere. So theoretically, I believe we're at the point right now where this so-called pandemic is already gone, but they keep building up the scenario and saying, now we have 500,000 people in the United States. I know that that's not totally correct. So I think the key is what people have to be able to do is they have to trust their own intuition or their own discernment they can't just literally like if especially at the mainstream media which now it's very obvious they're not telling us the truth they're censoring things like look at the situation with Como in New York uh, CNN yep. will not cover anything about it
1: yeah not one yeah, thing
0: yeah. and uh, so for those who have the eyes to see it should be very clear that whatever you want to call the dark side whether it's the lead cabal Globalist, uh, deep state, whatever you want to call them, they don't care anymore if people see what they're doing. No, they you know, really, you, they you don't know, care anymore.
1: Josh, you know what's funny? Uh, it, as you know, we are hit with these numbers, 500,000 casualties, you yeah. know, a, a million plus. It, it, don't you find it ironic that every other known disease has gone down in death rates? Like uh, heart attacks are killing a lot less people in the last two yeah. years. Uh, cancer, a lot less people, even though I know more people have died of cancer and heart attacks, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the regular flu, nobody dies of that anymore, even though it used to kill thousands and thousands of people. Nobody seems to catch and die of the regular flu. Everything is coronavirus now. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's weaponized, so what that's I, what it is. The the media weaponized it and uh right. you know and the, they refused to talk about stuff that we were talking about here on the show and I'm sure you've talked about it also bringing up Andrew Cuomo, uh the fact that they used the elderly as guinea pigs basically for to see, you know what they could do with the virus when it probably was something legit and uh, you, you know, Andrew Cuomo, I think he really needs to face charges uh, for, you know, the crimes he's committed. Him and other governors and mayors like him who caused how many actual elderly people to pass away in nursing homes. I mean, my God. Right. I mean, that, that's legit right there.
0: Right. So now let's look at it from the other side instead of focusing just on, you know, the narrative that we've been given, whether it's true or not. It's literally a challenge for all people uh, to stand up for what they believe to be the truth, and and how we as a as humanity, not just here in the United States where you and I live, but all over the world, how we can become the one family to work together so that we all can have a prosperous and a and a peaceful life. And so, indirectly, what's happening is. I think a lot more people are starting to wake up and go, they're agreeing with the, the interpretation that you and I are talking about this. It's crazy. But is there, let's say, you know, because I, I think we really were in an undeclared war right now. It's a war on consciousness, and it's something that's been going on behind the scenes that's now coming up. So the key, and this is what I get from the alternative sources I listen to. I don't really have like a whistleblower although we have done two interviews with a gentleman named Gene Decode, So he's the one that, that I trust a lot, and he seems to know what's, what's happening from both sides of the coin. So I think um, basically that for many years there's been a group of people, whatever you want to call them, whiteheads, the alliance. I believe President Trump is with them, you know, and, and this even just around Trump, I've lost friends because I believe that he truly loves America and that he's working yeah. very hard Same here. to change yeah. change our country into um, not just America first, but as we resolve these issues, then we pass it on to the entire world. So based upon what I remember from the meeting that I attended and from what Argus just tells me from the future, I believe that we're at the tipping point right now as we're speaking that a major positive transformation is getting ready to be released and revealed. But there is a big challenge why this has not happened yet. This is what I've heard. And I believe this is true. And that is if people understood the true history of what's going on and it got released, a lot of people would not be able to buy it at all. They would go, that's crazy. Those, those individuals I know who are famous, I can't believe that they're involved in horrendous acts I can't believe that they're committing treason against the United States. And so I think that what's happening is is because both sides are strong, like a lot of people thought, you know, President Trump's going to do something because there's no doubt. I mean, I watched the presentations to the legislatures and I saw, what is it, Michael Lindell had this documentary came out with where he's showing yep. graphically
1: Absolute all truth. these
0: Data channels coming into the United States from China, Iran, from Germany, from all these countries, stealing and manipulating the data of the election. So I believe that they have absolute proof But why haven't they come forward with it and shared it. And I think it is because like even maybe what happened to Texas. With the um, the big snowstorm and everything, this could have been uh, with advanced um, weather control devices that they had. So it's very difficult for the ad- average person to understand, you know, the true reasons of why things are going on. So I know you're gonna you're gonna put the link to Gene Decode's interview we have. He he offers another yeah. presentation, but mm-hmm. the reason I wanted to talk to him is, is his story is very interesting. So he died and he went in front of God and God said, I would like to send you back. And his silver cord was disconnected. And so he doesn't have it, but because he 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 went through this very powerful spiritual experience, he can see parallel timelines. Like he said, his original timeline, the world ended, I think he said in like 2008, we destroyed ourselves. And then he moved to a different timeline of the earth. And in 2012, remember, you know, around the the Mayan calendar, we all thought, is the world going to be destroyed? No, what it was about is we were going through a new cycle, the, the Mayan's calendar. Okay, It was one cycle was ending, a new cycle was beginning. But in the second world that he found himself in, it destroyed itself in 2012 as well. And now he's here and he keeps saying, this will be a positive timeline. We are moving towards a positive future. So what I believe is that, let's call them the white hats or the good guys or whatever, they, and and also we talked about too in one interview about Project Looking Glass, where mm-hmm. you're able to see uh, future trends. And so I think, um, well, I, I don't know what I believe about Q and QAnon and the whole thing, but a lot of things that QAnon does in his, in his uh, drops, as they call them, he's, it's almost like they're seeing the future and they're talking about things we don't understand, like from 2017 that are happening now. Like Castle Rock was in some, um, I don't know, earlier drop. And all of a sudden now we're we're hearing that when you see Biden at the White House, he's not at the real White House. That All the fence and everything isn't to keep people out from coming in, it's keeping people that are there from coming out is what he said that's what gene decode also said that uh, they're filming him in a in a in a studio in california making believe like you know he's signing all these things in the white house so basically as i share these things and for some people i'm sure it's going to sound absolutely ridiculous and crazy you have to do your own personal research and when you find stuff that there is proof like i think there's absolute proof that the election was done fraudulent that Biden is not really the president, that actually, uh, according to Gene DeCote, the military's in charge right now, and I believe that, and I think that's why we still have military troops around the White House. But what I'm trying to say to the listeners is, is based on those two major experiences I had, which is discussed in one of the free ebooks that are available to people called The Messages from Arches, is that whatever is about to unfold Major changes are about to happen, and it's going to take us into a positive timeline. But in order for there to be this positive timeline, through the election, Trump showed us that all of our um, systems have been uh, penetrated by this darkness, our justice system. I mean, how is it possible there are 80 cases with this absolute evidence they have? And as far as I understand it, they haven't looked at any of the facts that wanted to be presented.
1: Now that the the Supreme Court uh, is finally starting to look at some of the stuff, but uh, it could be a little too late now, do you think, Joshua?
0: Well, I know that they were supposed to be looking at some cases uh, mm-hmm. Friday. Right. And, not, and then I heard that Monday, you, you know, they're going to say something tomorrow whether they're going to actually do something or not. I apologize. We have a dog. Who <laughs> barks it's okay. It's okay. It's outside. Okay. Downs.
1: But, uh, let, me, let me ask you a question, piggybacking off something you said earlier um, about okay. uh, the timeline situation. Because I've actually gone into this on, on the show where I think, you know, I believe in multi dimensional, multi universes. Uh right. you know, I believe in that theory. And I do think when we die in one universe, uh, you know, sometimes we we might continue or our soul might continue in another universe and it's kinda collected as we die in each individual universe, it kinda like hops over into another universe that is in existence until that one dies and keeps going into that one collective. Which I kinda got that idea from watching the movie with Jet Li, the one. Where at the end it's just mm-hmm. one person that represents the multiverse. For that one person, yes. um, that yeah, that kind of like hit me, and I was like, that makes a lot of sense if something like that would happen, and it would explain why people have certain memories of things or uh, might come at things a little bit differently when it comes to timelines, because they might kinda they might come to this timeline from a future multiverse universe that is a lot like ours, but it experienced uh, maybe the times a little bit differently. They're living or they were living, say, 20, 30 years ahead of us. They died, and now they're kind of brought back into this timeline. So that's why there might be some people that are experiencing uh, this sense of, like, well, this is going to happen, and, you know, this is what I, I fear because I had it a, a, as an experience. Uh, uh, do you think there's any uh, possibility of that being a, a, a case?
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay. I... Once it, I once asked this question, and it's not directly related to it, but I think it answers it. Inwardly, I said, "What does each of us individually, because you know, compared to the infinite universe, we're a tiny speck. How could we um, benefit or give some something good to Creator?" And the voice, I, and this is a voice that I hear that speaks to me at different times. You know, whether it's my higher self or God or one of my guides, I don't know, but it just comes in out of the blue instantaneously. The answer was why your experiences, of course, that's what creator receives from us. So following that train of thought, it says to me, number one, whoever we are, whichever universe we're in, uh, we are perfect, because whatever experiences we're going to have, whether they're challenging or easy or good or bad or whatever, our soul grows and learns from that. And if there yes. are parallel earths, like Sliders, the TV show Sliders. One of my favorite them,
1: series ever. I love that show.
0: Right. So, yeah. you know, like, they have it on, I think it's on Peacock, so I, yes. I watch it periodically. <laughs> so they're going from Come one on, Cuba. to the other. <laughs> yeah, Exactly are going from one earth to another. Sometimes they meet our alternative self. I believe that that's absolutely true, and I believe the Mandela effect where, yep. you know, like one radio show, I asked uh, a person there. I said, did you see the Fields of Dreams, and what did Kevin Costner hear when he was in the field? And he heard the voice, and he said, if you build it, they will come. And I say, no, if you go to the movie, if you build it, he will come. That's always the way I've remembered it. I check the movie to make sure it's that way, and the last time I saw it, it was that way. Because if you build it, he will come and speaking about the ghost of his father, not Shoeless Joe Jackson, but his
1: father. Right, will come. yep.
0: And if you say they will come, then you're thinking, oh, it means all the the eight the ghost of the eight Chicago White Sox who were banned, I think it was the 1919... Uh, World Series they cheated they were paid off so they're coming back to the field of dreams you know to play baseball right. but in the movie right now it's he but there must be a parallel universe where if you build it they will come and people have that memory of it and there's so many things so, so what that tells me is that we are multi-dimensional individuals and that through creator every conceivable challenge and opportunity that we as a soul will have as who we are, as who I am as Joshua Shapiro. So there's obviously other parallel universes where I don't become a crystal skull and paranormal explorer. I'm not an author. Maybe I stayed with the, the training I got from school as a computer programmer, and I have a regular nine-to-five life, which for me in, in this uh, timeline would be absolutely, boring for me. You know, I need the, especially being in Aries, uh, I, I have to have new challenges. I have to have new things I need to to study, to understand, and then just the idea of sharing the best information that I come across. So I believe, and this is what Gene Nico said, and this is why I was drawn to interview him. Uh, he said in one interview with another group, he said, people are deciding now which timeline they want to be on. The positive timeline for Earth Or do they want to be in the Armageddon timeline where Biden is the president and he brings in all these very nasty things and the United States become communistic and then the world goes that route? I believe that there are those two possibilities. Um, And I think that what can happen is if people... This is my interpretation of what he's saying. If people are totally right now coming from fear, they're afraid of everything. They're listening to the media and they're afraid they're going to get this disease and, and um, you know whatever they're telling them and they're going to lose their job and they're going to have nothing, then they literally could exchange with one of their other selves in a parallel timeline where that reality happens and that person who, who they are who says, no, I think that we're going to have a positive future. We're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of it better. We're going to all work together as the one humanity. Then they could switch and they could come into this timeline. So and I believe that. Let me, let me stop you right there.
1: Think- uh, real quick, yeah. let me stop you right there because, you know, it, it's uh, for those out there who are, are into science and they, and they want to see science, you know, not just, uh, you know, faith. Uh, quantum entanglement uh, actually yes. gives a good backup up uh, to this being possible, guys, because as we know in quantum entanglement and this is uh, shown uh, with CERN and other projects, you could have uh you know particles that, that are separated, but they're connect to each other from very long distances. so if you're talking about quantum physics in multi layer universes or multi universes, it's very possible that the way that would work is if you choose an action. Remember, for a reaction, is a reaction. So, say you put on a blue shirt one day instead of a red shirt, you know, you, mm-hmm. you simultaneously just go from one multiverse to the other. And so your action dictates basically which one you're in at any given time, while they're still separately on a multiverse layer. Which, basically, that's what uh, Michio Kaku uh, also wrote in his book on. And which sliders, going back to that, is... Semi based on the Michio Kaku uh, book, um, and okay. you even see it in the, in the first episode of Slider, when uh, Quinn is sleeping, you see the book on top of him, that's Michio Kaku's book. And, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of his writing is based, you know, a lot of the shows based on his writing, which on a scientific level, when you take now quantum entanglement and quantum realm, it really scientifically allows that spiritual aspect that we're you know, also working with to kind of uh, work so science and spirituality Joshua I think is something that people forget could go hand in hand very easily that's why I'm not a believer of like just a big bang or just evolution or just God I think they all kind of are interconnected I think God created the heavens the earth, everything and let evolution take over and did you know a lot of the rest of it. that's my personal opinion uh, but, I mean, if, yeah, well, if if you have an infinite multi-universe, multi-layer, that's a lot of work. And I know God's a big, yeah. you know, time entity, but, you know, he'll put something like a fail-safe, you know, in case he wants to take a vacation, for example, or it wants to take right. a vacation, and let evolution kick in, and, you know, let you know them sort some things out also, which gives us a little bit of free will, right? I mean, free will. A little right. bit, <laughs> right?
0: So, ba- so based on the answer I got to my question, what does yeah. Creator receive through each of us, our experiences? Right. It tells me that Creator wants to experience every conceivable reality that there is, and does not judge. You know, well, this reality is good; that's bad. It's to have the experience. But of he
1: will, we will need the free will to be able to get to get right. that so experience. Then, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So then we're given free will. So, you know, like we have free will. Do you want to follow this positive path, a positive future, or do you want to continue to live in fear? So this is basically, you know, it's, it's like the world's polarized right now. It's dividing us in half. And what I am trying to share with your viewers is that I only see the positive. The negative is coming up to be cleansed the negative is coming up for people to see what's been going on that they've been giving their power away and the positive is coming up to say we will be the uh, the actors or the catalyst to do this cleansing so that by 2037 or 2040 as argus is telling me we will have total peace so the key to me when people say okay so what could i do is pray, because I believe the divine is involved in this transformation also. We have creators, angels, and, and, and energy around us. Is to pray, but also to visualize this positive future. And you don't have to know, how do we get it? Like a lot of people are talking right now, well, uh, President Trump is going to become the president on March 4th. We're going to have a new election. We are no longer USA Incorporated, which was started in 1871. We're now going back to being the republic of the United States, and he will be the 19th president. And when he becomes the president again and they take down all the corruption that's in the justice system and the politicians and Hollywood and business and banking, finances and all of this – And once this comes down, then what's left is we have access to all the uh, unbelievable technology that we've gained through contact with all kinds of galactic races. I mean, I've seen documents written, one that came out of Russia, where there was like over 100 different extraterrestrial races that they had documented that we on the earth had. So I just believe that we are moving into a positive future. And that we each have something to contribute, and what we contribute is what makes a heart sing. So doing these kind of interviews and speaking to people like you, you know, we have common interest in these things. I love to do that. And, and so, you know, this is part of the reason why I guess I felt back last June, I need to know about everything going mm-hmm. on. Because yep. maybe there's one thing I could say because now I'm doing a lot of these interviews that somebody listens to and go, yeah, you know what, Joshua's time. That makes a lot of sense. And that totally turns their life around in a positive way. And then they become inspired and they start helping other people. And it's like the hundredth monkey effect.
1: Eventually we come
0: to the point where all of humanity has the same understanding. We can live in peace with each other and love each other and have a, a very harmonious world. And so that's what I believe is happening right now.
1: It's a form yeah, of paying it forward also. Uh, the knowledge is a form of paying it forward to the, uh, to the people that might be in, you know, uninformed. Uh, now, here, here's the, the question of the night, though. Say March okay. comes and goes, and some of the stuff doesn't happen, and it only gets worse from here. Um, you know, We are, you know, obviously are, want to stay on the positive end of things, but let's just say it doesn't go our way. Uh, what do we do next?
0: Okay, so this is why I interviewed Jane Decoe the second time, because everybody was thinking by January 20th, Trump was going to be the president. Right. Right. That that some case or something. And yet it didn't happen. And they didn't release to the public all this information they have that shows absolutely the election was fraudulent. It's kind of I think we have a situation happening right now. Where we're, we're seeing where we're headed toward here in America, and that's in Mayapan, which used to be called Burma. What happened there? They had a fraudulent election. The military took over. Okay. Now, now what I suppose is happening there is some people are going like, no, the military shouldn't be doing that. But it's probably because the people don't understand, you know, what's really been going on. I don't know how they presented it, but. The reason why I think that we haven't seen it happen yet, and this is what some of the sources I listen to say, is because the positive side wants the least amount of people to be um, killed or or injured or whatever. And it's like a game of chess, you know. If they do something, the other side's going to do something. So, like uh, some people say, you know, there was the explosion in Memphis around AT&T, I think it was, that right. building. Yep, yep. And and so they're saying that there were records from the election that showed it was fraudulent and something was going to happen. And so they used some kind of beam weapon from space through a satellite, and I wasn't sure which side did that. Or, you know, there are some people that say JFK Jr. didn't die, faked his death, and he's behind trying because he said it when he was alive. He's going to find out who killed his father and and, and reveal it. So it's this war that's going on one side against the other, and we have to be patient and not try to put some some date. So whether, you know, like I said to Jean DeCote, so this March 4th date, Trump's going to be elected president again. So do you see that he said that's the timeline right now, but it can change at any minute because the other side may do something and then they can't, you know, do the action. So it's a question of trust, and so that's why I say to you, or say to your listeners, you can see the positive future, but you you may not know exactly how we get there. You have to trust in this process. You have to because you're contributing to it yeah. through your energy and your consciousness mm-hmm. and your vision. We're co-creating this.
1: I, so, I believe that. Yeah.
0: So it's right. So it's like the hundredth monkey effect. Yeah. If like a certain amount of people say, "I'm only going to see a positive future." They could instantaneously manifest for us in the next second through the power of the mind, because that's what Creator does. Through the power of Creator's mind, He imagines all of reality, okay, and He gives us all these realities. It's through the mind. So, let um, me ask you. Let me ask you a
1: question. Go. Um, go I, you know, I hate cutting you off, but I really want to get to this. Uh, this is a, a scenario that i've been running in my mind because i, I heard somebody else speaking about this and it makes uh, a, a lot of sense as you know trump uh... being president oversaw you know pretty much the uh, the swamp from within for the first time i think in a long time how deep it actually went he, he got to see this as president um, now in the next year we're gonna have the midterm elections And somebody brought up that he could still, while he was president, run for Congress. In Florida, if he ran for Congress, and we took the House, which is very possible. Remember, we took a lot of seats in the last elections. Uh, If we're able to flip the House Republican, he could literally be appointed Speaker of the House, replacing Nancy Pelosi. He could then, within the next few months, impeach Biden- Harris, Pelosi, and all these evil players remove them, have them arrested, some even charged with treason, if that's the case, if it's criminally uh, treason, what they've done, um, and go really after them. The way they went after him with all the bogus nonsense and the fake impeachment and all that stuff, but here he would have actual evidence to back all this stuff up. Being Speaker of the House would put him in the position that if they impeach Biden and Harris— And Pelosi and they're all out of there he would then assume for the next two years the role of acting president and then after those Mm -hmm. two years he would still qualify to run for a second term given us ten years of President Trump not just eight years which would be unprecedented not the first time it's happened but unprecedented in our lifetime and would really allow, I think, a year or two to let this swamp destroy itself, which is what we're seeing. I think more and more, where they're kind of like they're doing this to themselves. Joshua, um, the way we, oh, yeah. what we, we see, the left, you know, acting and reacting with the fake impeachment. Now Nancy Pelosi's talking about doing a, 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 a you know, like an inside uh, commission on the, what happened at the Capitol. And you think they're going to be fair and legit about that? You really think they're going to tell the truth about that? Uh, I mean, come on. I have some beans to give you for free to take you to the land of the giants if you actually believe that nonsense. That Nancy Pelosi is going to give you any facts about what happened on the Capitol. They're going to spin it. They're going to weaponize it. I mean, it's all going to be based on lies. And I'm sure everybody who's going to be sitting on that commission is going to be a Democrat, socialist, communist, just like the rest of them. So, I mean, don't take that as anything legit. But, I mean, what do you think of that scenario? that Trump could take over the Congress, become Speaker, impeach Biden-Harris, and then assume the presidency and then become president again, elect when he runs again in 2024?
0: Well, as we were talking about multiple timelines, I'm sure that's one of the timelines that can happen, but I don't think it's going to be on this one. I think that this year is going to be the pivotal year where the truth will finally come out and we will go towards the Republic, the financial system. They talk about, um, let's see, is it just for the planet? I think it's, yeah, just uh, This is the future that I see, that I, that I feel. But you know, I'm just one individual. Everybody has a different theory and idea of where we can go. Um, and there's probably unlimited amount of possibilities of how this positive future can happen. So all I can say is from my coma experience, I saw the positive future happening for the planet. Argus already is in the future of that. I see through his eyes what the world is like. Uh, And Project Looking Glass, uh, Kerry Cassidy interviewed um, this individual, I forget his last name, it might have been Wood, who he basically outlined Project Looking Glass perfectly by uh, comparing it to a game of chess where he said that um, Project Looking Glass was only showing one future, no matter what kinds of activities they were planning. Like, let's say, you know, okay, we're going to do this COVID, and then we're going to do the vaccine, and this is how we're going to control people. Project Looking Glass was showing those individuals looking into the future. Well, even if you do that, it won't change the positive future that's coming. So they stopped having people uh, work with it. So this gentleman compared it to a game of two master chess players. And that's really what's going on right now. Each side is a master chess player. So one side's doing one thing, the other side's doing another. But eventually in the game, it gets to a point where either both master players see that either nobody can win or one one person is going to win and there's nothing the other person can do that can change it. So that's what I believe we're in the process of happening right now is each day something more is coming out about, you know, uh, things that have been going on behind the scenes and, you know, corruption that's going on and so on. And so I just believe that this year is the key year that we're going to see this positive future. And if every listener uh, of your radio show We just say, okay, I don't need to know how that positive future happens. I agree with Joshua. Let's just visualize that and do it. Let's just assume that's what's going to happen. That in itself is going to add to the power to make it manifest on the planet. So we each have a role role to play. So maybe we each have to be um, an information source or cheerleader for our friends and family who are going, it's really hopeless. You know, I lost my business. I I don't have enough money. Who knows when they're going to do the next stimulus check, if they're ever going to do it. Um, You know, instead of coming from hopelessness, take it day by day and just say, I know that this is all going to work out. That, um, we're going to have the truth. We're going to have all these great technologies that already exist: free energy, the med beds, um, flying cars. I mean, they probably have all this stuff already. So um, this is I believe what I, what that. I believe yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah, I believe they have all I this stuff. I believe that. Yeah,
0: right. So I think we're we're coming to that head uh, this year. That. Um, now that, that, that's interesting heads, because uh, you know, like I, like
1: I like I said, I had uh, we had Stephen Bassett on. He thinks April is going to be where it's going to start, that, and yeah. I think that's where we're going to get also soft disclosure as well. And, and right, when disclosure it comes to UFOs, will to yeah. part of this. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, there's no doubt. If you do research on any of this, there's no doubt. I mean, think think again from creator's point of view why would he just say i'm just going to planet earth have intelligent life that makes no sense whatsoever okay and that doesn't include all the people that are having sightings and you know like i talked about the clouds in las vegas that look like ships which i've seen clouds all over the world like that and i've seen stars in the sky flashing multicolors and moving around you know so um I, I just feel like we're on the edge of a major expansion and breakthrough and total transformation, and we're so close right now. And so people should not be disheartened. Don't pay attention to the main media. And I can only say as a brother, please don't do the vaccine. This is not a good thing for us either. So, you know, just go day by day, do things that make you happy, take care of your family or whatever, and we're going to get past this and we're going to start working together as a family. You know, like, I get very emotional. I've never been emotional before about being an American, but when I see all of us working together for our freedom and to create the country that we want, it, it makes me emotional, and, and I cry, and I it's because I believe that, the, that we are headed in that direction. And I think, you know, if it's not March, it could be April or May, but something very soon. I guess the key is going to be the emergency broadcast system, which I actually saw one night late at night, they were testing it here in in Georgia, uh, just out of the blue. Uh, when that comes up, and they start talking about what's really going on, that's when people will know that you know some of the things that we're talking about they're actually going to happen. So we just have to go day by day and see what it is. But. Uh, Gene DeCote says absolutely, and again, the people can listen to the interview with him and see what he has to say on it, that Trump will be the president of the Republic of the United States, the 19th president. And um, once he comes back, a lot of positive things will start happening. A better financial system, secure internet, um, free electricity, all of these things are being discussed. So I think we're, we're really close to that. Now, related to the crystal skulls, I believe that these are, um, you know, the older ones are healing instruments that they will also be involved in helping people to uh, awaken to their spiritual part and to heal themselves of some of the things that they've had to experience in this crazy time right now. So, um, you know, and, and that more people will embrace spirituality, I think. So, uh, let me just briefly mention what those 3 ebooks are about. Please, yes. In case people yes. want to get them. Yes, yes. So, you, so, you've listed the link. We have a page where you can actually get all three. So, one is, of course, our free Crystal Skull ebook book That's 100 pages. Then there's another one where I think there's evidence, and I give various videos that I found on YouTube, that we're living in a computer simulation. Yes. And then the last one is the messages from Argis, which I talked about, which also talks about my coma experience and possible scenarios of what may be happening here in the near future. So those are the three eBooks. And then also I think you're going to list the, the links to the video. We have uh, one on BitChute, one on uh, Rumpel of the interviews with Gene DeCode. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear uh, other scenarios from a person who seems to be connected, about what may be transpiring and what's going on, from all these different perspectives, then uh, you can listen to that as well. And um, if you can't find the links, my email is crystalskullexplorers at gmail dot com. Crystalskullexplorers at gmail dot com. Feel free to send me an email, and I'll send you, you know, the link to the free ebooks and these links to Gene Decode, and of course to our website, so you can take a look and see, you know, what we're doing. Um, I do have a crystal cool. skull here, which said you better show me before yes. the show ends. <laughs> so I'm going to present him. His name is Portal de Luz, Portal of Light. Nice. So he's the that's one that's been with fella. me since yeah, <laughs> 1999. I've had him. And we've traveled all over the world together. He's gone with me on my trips to Peru and to Brazil and in Europe and different places, sacred sites, crop circles we've been to. So he's kind of my friend. He's uh, about uh, 10 pounds, so I'm going to have to put him down wow. here shortly. It, how did how
1: you, uh, how, you come into uh, possession of this uh, particular skull? Yeah.
0: Well, this skull was made by a Brazilian carver, uh, let's see, um, in 1998, I believe. And then he went to this couple in Colorado. Then when I was invited to a crystal conference or crystal skull conference in Sedona, Arizona, as a speaker. This couple had a table next to us, and I believe that I picked that skull to do a a world meditation, world peace meditation. And then uh, my ex-wife, my ex-Brazilian wife, next thing I know she presents the skull to me and purchased it for me. So it was a gift from her. So it must have been a karmic thing because we weren't together very much longer after that. Um, hey that's a great gift to uh
1: uh, to leave you with though here's a a great skull
0: (laughs) yeah it has good energy it's he's faked out a Mayan elder I won't say his name who thought he was one of theirs meaning he was an old skull and it's probably because of all the energy he's absorbed in the places that we've been and um you know, there's people who've had uh, in the sessions that have worked with him and he had a very positive experience. One story off the top of my head, just to give an example of what's possible with the crystal skulls, is I was uh, in Poland, and I, I met this uh, magnetic healer in Poland who was also a medical doctor, and he sponsored uh, my work with the crystal skull. And I had a session with a young boy, two sessions, um, but – uh, the first time that he came, he had a—he was coming because he had a problem in his eyes, and the, the doctors would give him – it's kind of like chemotherapy. Like people have cancer, they take chemicals to try to cure it. He was getting chemicals to cure this problem in his eye. But every time he would go, the chemicals would lay him out for four or five days. He couldn't go outside. He would have to rest. So apparently this one time he had a session, and he picked uh, Portal de Luz to work with, And then he had to go to get his treatment and then the same day he was out playing with his friends. So I'm pretty proud of this guy. He has a very uh, special energy and um, in a way kind of mimics me, you know, like when I, when I was doing lectures, we would dance together. I would throw him up in the air, which I don't know how I could do it because if I drop him, he's, (laughs) he's he's dust, you know, but I never would drop him. And that's just how we would celebrate and, um you know i have had a lot of interesting experiences with them so the crystal skulls become a key tool for some people to <clears throat> help
1: it's a, them it's amazing how that works though uh when it comes to like you know a, a thing like a crystal skull which is made you know by a, a person like the gentleman who made that one uh does uh have that ability so to absorb the energy and the essence uh, needed to like do that kind of work. That that's pretty amazing. Let let me uh ask you this question because I really wanted to get it in. It was actually brought up to me by a, a viewer, and I didn't want to miss out on it. Uh, but they wanted to know because they've read some of your work in the past. Uh, and it's really an excellent question. Everything we're facing now, uh, considering the history of like for example Atlantis, do you think that they face something similar, and are we repeating? Kind of like what they faced, and is that something that maybe with uh, people that might have a conscience uh, or psychic uh, connection to that past, should we maybe listen to those as elders and kind of heed the warning of what they faced so we don't repeat it? Yes, I believe that they had a similar
0: situation in Atlantis because they had a similar level of technology. And there was, according to Edgar Cayce, there were the, the light versus the darkness. There was the group that was spiritual versus a group that was purely scientific and physical. And the group that was working with the science misused it. And that's why Atlantis was destroyed. And the spiritual people, and I remember this when I went to Peru, I had a vision that I was in Atlantis, and I was on a flying ship, and I could have brought some crystal skulls as well as advanced technologies to South America, and that could be part of the reason why I've always been drawn to go to Peru, is that ultimately... I will find or remember some of those things that I brought from Atlantis that we could once again use in a positive way to help heal the planet and whatever. So yes, I, I would agree with the, uh, your viewer that there that there is a, um, we're duplicating what happened that probably the people uh, who are um, into power and in greed and all that, they were in Atlantis and they're going through the same lesson again and perhaps some of them are becoming part of the positive side and some some not. And uh, what was the other part of the question? He asked something else. Um, something yeah,
1: other. basically the question was, are we doomed to repeat it if we don't take advice from people that are connected to that era who could be seen as, I guess, like elders and give us the information of what they went through? Oh, yeah. So we're not doomed to repeat right. the same well, history.
0: Well, of course, the elders have prophecy, like... Again, connecting with Peru, they have the prophecy of the condor and the eagle, which means that when the elders of the south started meeting the elders of the north, this meant that we would start coming into a period of time where there would be a cleansing and a positive future. So that's their prophecy, and a lot of the indigenous people have prophecies about going through you know, a cleansing and going into a time of peace and harmony. So I believe that um, this is what's happening that um, this time we must go into this peaceful future because the entire solar system that we're in, you know, like people study UFOs. I believe that there are other beings that live on the other planets in our solar system, but their vibrational frequency is different than ours. So they may not be visible to us. Right. Like there's been uh, talk in the, in the Capitol, I think when Eisenhower was president of a Venetian that was, uh, you know, interacting mm. with the government. Uh, Valiant, Thor. Sure Valiant Thor, yeah, Valiant Thor. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm
1: very, very aware of that story. Yeah, that that is, I mean, that story is very interesting because I have yet to see anybody uh, politically come out and debunk that.
0: Right, and then there was a man I interviewed who lived in Chicago who was married to another woman who also claimed to be a Venetian, and he was telling me all kinds of amazing things around her and what she was doing, and she, in her books, described that, yes, she was in a higher vibration, and she had to lower it in order to be able to come here. Similar to another man, Colonel, I can't remember his name, this is a problem when you get to be my age. (laughs) You know what you want to say, but you can't remember. Colonel Wendell or something like that, but he claims that Uh, He came from the inner Earth, where they have a very high vibrational frequency, and that he was regressed to a, a young child and brought to the surface of the planet and then was found and adopted, and then eventually when he got older, he worked at Area 51, and he also was summoned to meet with the Lemurians that live in the city under Mount Shasta and also by the people of the Hollow Earth which you know according to Admiral Byrd's diary he met these very tall people very advanced people so you know I just think that there's amazing things that are getting ready to come out on, on many levels and it's really the whole planet and all the life here is going to elevate and the whole system is, whole solar system is going to elevate and we're going to see a very interesting time so we have to go through this period of ultimate challenge um and just not give our power away to the fear because the fear is based on lies. Uh what do they say F- the letters in fear something is about um something of a fake reality believing in a fake reality to be to be the true reality. Mm-hmm. So that's you know yeah. what the what fear really represents. So um Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about what's going to be happening this year. I really believe that some major doors are getting ready here to open, and let's not limit it by timeline. Let's not say it has to be March 4th or or April, but this year I think there's so much evidence coming out from so many different people and places. It's just going to take a couple of simple events with absolute proof that could totally break open the whole door. I agree. People, I think, are really ready for it. I mean, yeah. if you just look, how many people are protesting now about the COVID and the mm-hmm. mask and
1: everything? Yeah,
0: we've never seen that
1: before. So, oh, many people, people are people are things. fed up, and unfortunately, we're, we're almost out of time. But I do want to give you a, another chance to give out the website address. But uh, before we do that, I want to you know interject this because you know you brought up Star Wars earlier, and this is a perfect way to end mm-hmm. uh, the segment. Uh, remember that quote: "Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads yeah. to anger." Anger leads to hate, and hate leads to right. suffering, and it starts with fear, and uh, that's the the cause of the root of all evil, so that's something that we have to get over is this fear, and who puts the fear in us? The people that are elitist or in power who are trying to completely condition you to become a victim and stay with that victim mentality, and that's the path to the dark side. Uh, Joshua, I'm almost out of time, but I know the website. Please give it out again so we can have the audience go there immediately and get your work.
0: Right. So it's cse.crystalskullexplorers.com. Email is crystalskullexplorers.com. So go to either of those, or if you want all the links and you can't find them, just send me an email, crystalskullexplorers at gmail.com.
1: Excellent. My friend, thank you so much for spending the hour here with me. You're awesome and excellent as always. And uh, hopefully by the end of the year, you know, we have great news for the world. And uh, we can have you back on in the next uh, few months here and uh, talk about the positivity of what's happening. Uh, Because we need some positivity, my my friend. We've had too much negativity.
0: That's absolutely correct. Thank you again, Angel, for having me on. I look forward to our next chat.
1: You're awesome. Thank you, sir, for being here. And have yourself a great evening, and stay kung flu-free, stay healthy. Yep. Take care, sir. We'll talk soon.
0: Thank you. Okay, bye for now.
1: Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Joshua Shapiro, the one, the only, the great. And, uh, again, check out his website. Uh, you know, I can't say enough good things about the man. Uh, but, you know, it, you know, whether you believe... QAnon, whether you believe in conspiracies, whether you believe one thing or the other, whether you're right, Democrat, left, whatever, whatever you you know, straight, gay, white, black, whatever, it doesn't matter. Positivity is what we need in this world. We need you know people to do the right thing, you know, by all of us, and to look at us as human beings and stop dividing us. And uh, when we get that, folks, then we will achieve. The next level in our evolution, and then maybe the the folks up there would say, you know what, we're they're ready for full disclosure. Uh, until uh, we get there, though, let's uh, keep our fingers crossed and keep praying to uh, whatever is up there that it keeps us alive and breathing. Stay healthy, my friends. Stay kung flu free and stay on channel psn-tv.com, and of course my personal site angelaspinel.com. For more information on myself, the show, and everything that's happening around, I will post it on there for free. The uh, podcast will be up there for free on audio and video, and if you like what you see, you like what I've done, you like my work, and you're watching on YouTube, you know the drill. Hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, leave a like, do what you gotta do, support the channel, it means the world to me. Hit my Patreon page, which is on the link down there somewhere. Patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. And until next time, folks, until Thursday night, when I come back at you with more live radio, please stay healthy. And all my friends in the winter cold, stay out of the cold. Stay warm. It's not worth flash freezing to death. But it's going to get better. I mean, summer's are around the corner, so just relax. Guys, I'll see you soon. Peace. Love you all. We'll talk again. Till next time. This is Inside the Jackal's Head.